The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. We keep hearing about greater use of public transport. People are being encouraged to get on buses, to get on trains, to leave the car at home for environmental reasons. They've been told that if they can't get a taxi home in the evening, that there are night buses running that they should take. But how safe is it to actually do so? We've been hearing loads of examples recently of assaults taking place, antisocial behaviour. And those are just the ones that we hear about that are reported because lots of time people don't bother even telling the Gardaí or the authorities because they feel nothing will actually be done. Uh, Dermot O'Leary, General Secretary of the National Bus and Rail Union, we're not exaggerating the extent of the problem here, are we? No, unfortunately, I wish you were, Matt, but the reality is as was reported over the weekend when that, un- that, that disgraceful assault on uh, young Mark Sheehan, who was very brave to come out, uh, and make himself known. Uh, that's the type of stuff that goes on. Uh, I won't say on a daily basis, but there's another day goes by, Matt, when we get reports from uh, from verbal assaults, physical assaults, racial abuse on our members. And again, look, you 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 touched on the point at the, at the outset in relation to making transport safer, to encourage people to migrate from the motor car. And the government's own action plan, in fact, has a line in there that they want uh, 500,000 additional journeys per day before 2030, which is just less than seven and a half years away. I know they're going to achieve that. But certainly in, in terms of a dedicated guard of public transport unit, I, I genuinely believe from experience across the world and in other jurisdictions where they have such a, a police force that the type of stuff that we're seeing here on an almost daily basis would reduce significantly. Serious crime is a different matter altogether, of course. Uh, and again, but I would say to, to, to people out there that, you know, uh, there are politicians out there um, that are supporting our view on a dedicated guard of public transport division. I don't know why they don't move to legislate uh, to, to, to establish that particular uh, division. Well, earlier in the summer, it was last month, not long before I went on holidays, I spoke to the Minister for Justice about this. And this is what Helen McEntee had to say about the potential for a dedicated transport police on buses and trains to protect against antisocial behaviour. This is something that I have spoken to the Garda Commissioner about a number of times. It's been raised with me, I suppose, by colleagues, particularly where you might have incidents that happen and we we now more than ever know where something has happened because of social media and, and a lot of things are recorded. Um, the Commissioner is obviously and his team are responsible for allocating and deciding whether you have special units or where resources go and at this moment in time they are not of the view that they need a dedicated public transport unit. However, what they're saying is that it can be met through various other types of community policing. So, for example, a lot of the issues that generally arise and that we've seen are on the Lewis, the Dart, in the Dublin and Greater Dublin area on the bus services. So at the moment we have a specific operation, it's called Operation Sol, and that is there to manage and coordinate the different resources in all of the divisions in Dublin. It means more overt, but also covert policing presence on the various different, so the Lewis, the Dart, the train, the bus service, um, and I suppose that the outcome of that is, you know, everything from issuing antisocial behaviour orders where appropriate on our, our our public transport, making sure that you have the presence there, full stop. Trying but are to they doing the well enough for present? Is the existing system doing well enough to protect people and to punish miscreants? Well, I think they are, and I think unfortunately we do see where incidents happen. And you know, even the one over the weekend, we do know that the Gardaí did arrive on the scene and that there was actions taken afterwards. It is very easy, obviously, to see 
something happening on social media and see the first few moments without somebody being there. At the same time, we don't see where incidents are prevented. We don't see where there's a huge amount of work actually being done. And we don't necessarily hear about where there is a Garda presence and okay. where people are monitoring. So, look, there's always more that we can do. And that's why the Garda Commissioner, as well as this operation, we had quite a significant day of awareness on all of our public transport. It was, it was Operation Twin Track. So, you know, while there's no separate dedicated transport unit, there is always work being done and specific targeted operations on this and in particular around the Dublin Greater Area, which is which is something that, you know, okay. is major problem, more problematic than other areas. Yeah, and that Operation Twin Track, which you referred to, took place on the 29th of July, where the Guardi patrolled the Dart Lewis and eight intercity rail out routes to detect antisocial behaviour. And there were 55 proactive patrols that took place across the National Rail Network. A robbery was reported at Ranel at Lewis Stop. One detection of drunkenness at Malahide train station. A detection of drunkenness at Templemore train station. A begging at Connolly train station. One detection of antisocial behaviour at Pelletstone train station. Five searches carried out under the Misuse of Drugs Act at Edgewardstown train station. Uh, two Section 3 Misuse of Drug Act detentions at Longford and a 44 further train stations were actively patrolled during the course of the operation on the 29th of July. July. No further offences were detected. So John Lahart, Fianna Fáil TD for Dublin South West, would that suggest that on the basis of one day's active work by Angarda Shikona that this problem is being exaggerated? Uh, good evening, Matt. And look, in fairness to you and your programme, you've been consistently uh, highlighting this programme. I've been on it a number of times over the last number of years, as has Dermot. Uh, just in response to what the Minister is saying, there's two comments I'd make. Uh, just in relation to that operation, like that was very publicly advertised, okay, and the public uh, uh, were aware, but particularly at the stations. And that is one aspect of how the Gardaí police this. There is another aspect, and she is quite correct. I know from talking to the chief superintendent of my own region and superintendent in Tala, uh, there are covert and overt operations take place. One that comes to mind was on the Lewis, where the Gardaí were on the Lewis on St. Patrick's Day uh, and uh, actively prevented groups of youths uh, travelling into Dublin City, uh, who, according to the Gardaí, uh, in groups that were intent on antisocial behaviour and the very presence of uniformed Gardaí on the Lewis actually acted as a deterrent on that. Um, it's the consistency of the of the the, the approach. Um, I think you know Fianna Fáil has been pushing this boulder up the hill now for the last two or three years. It was in our manifesto. I think we're getting near the top of it. There was a really uh, top of the hill, there was a really helpful intervention today on radio by uh, former Assistant uh, Commissioner Pat Leahy, who was essentially uh, in charge of policing in Dublin City for a number of years. And he said, yes, look, there is uh, a need for dedicated transport police. The question now is a question of resources uh, and a question of whether that unit be established within the Garda Shikana itself or, you know, about the London Transport Police a separate uh, 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 policing uh, body and I think it's it's time for government to say to the Garda Commission you know to have a conversation and say look there is a clamour about this we'll provide a budget for you now actually to investigate uh, how other cities and how other municipalities address this what kind of models they use and come back to us uh, on it because there's a real clamour and it's not as Dermot knows he and I have had many conversations about this I mean we've 
I was on your program a few years ago and we were talking about kind of that menacing, low-grade menacing uh, anti-social behaviour and anti-social behaviour. But what's happening now and what happened to Mark Fian, who's a constituent of mine, who spoke to me yesterday, was a violent attack. And that's simply unacceptable for a whole range of reasons, but principally because we want to make public transport a safe place that people will know, and I've made this point to you before, that whenever they travel, there's a random possibility of a Garda being present uh, on board the bus or Lewis or Dart or whatever. John, you're a government backbencher. You've heard the Minister for Justice in that clip and it was repeated by Tanish Dali of Radcar today saying this is an operational issue for the Garda Commissioner. I mean, can really the government sort of just say that's something for the Garda to decide for themselves? Isn't this the type of thing of great public importance whereby the politicians and the government have to tell the Garda that this is what the public wants? Yeah, I don't favour, uh, it's a personal view, I don't favour this passive response. And I think what I've just outlined before is this, is that, look, you know, a conversation has to be had with Drew Harris, who only recently has said, you know, he could do with additional resources. And I do know, look, there are more Gardaí than there ever were, but I also know in my own district, for example, you know, there are Gardaí dealing with, Gardaí units set up to deal with cybercrime, which never had to be addressed, you know, before, uh, to do with internet crime, that never had to, to be addressed before. So there's a lot of Garda resources uh, absorbed into areas which never had to be policed before because they weren't a, a, a crime issue. I think this needs to go to the next step where government needs to say, look, there's a, a growing clamour um, and growing public concern about safety and public transport. Uh, it will give you the resources to investigate what's best practice here and come back to us. And if you know, you come back and say, actually, we could do with a dedicated uh, Garda transport unit or the best practice in other cities and other countries is that you establish an independent, uh, like the, the airport traffic police, uh, who have the same powers as, as the Garda. They're, they're often jurisdictional issues with that. And then it comes back to government for a political decision. You know, if it's recommended to say, OK, you need additional resources, we are going to provide them. OK. Dermot O'Leary, what do you want? Well, look, in relation to some of the issues, touched, I mean, obviously, Pat Lee's intervention today uh, was is significant. Some of the language around uh, this whole issue, even in the political world, is changing uh, over the last couple, the last 24 hours in particular. And the Garda themselves said they don't, they don't think it's necessary uh, at the moment or just now. So the language is changing a bit. In relation to, you know, the, the Garda themselves and the AGSI, for example, and the GRA would be, would be fully supportive. I've spoken to them on several occasions uh, and are fully supportive of uh, the Garda themselves doing this within, within you know, when they get a, uh, you know, framework, if you like. Certainly, um, look, and John would know this, my understanding is, and I'm not, I'm not a politician, my understanding is that it wouldn't take much for this to, 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 to be set up. In other words, an SI or a statutory instrument would do it. It doesn't need primary legislation, as, as far as I'm aware. So, again, I would say to John and his colleagues, and I've said this for quite a while, and he's right, we do talk quite a lot about this, that, I mean, Helen McEntee's comments in the clip you played, that's all very fine, but I didn't elect Drew Harris. Um, you didn't elect Drew Harris. I mean, Drew Harris is the Garrett Commissioner, yes. And he's an expert in policing, and I bow to that. But when it comes to legislating or setting up something for the citizens of the state, that's what we elect politicians for, Matt. And it's their job, as I see it, it's their job from all parties and none, but particularly people that are sitting in government backbenches, and, and John knows how strong I feel on this one, that this their role, as far as we're concerned, put pressure on the minister uh, to do what's right by the people that work in public transport and the people that travel in public transport, and indeed for the people, the future people who we want to travel in public transport. And again, Helen McAteer said, 
was out last week talking about increasing uh, night services uh, and then the, the, trans, the transport minister the same, talking about putting more night services on. You know, I mean, are we seriously considering that people want to travel in those night services without, when we hear of instances like what happened to Mark Sheehan last Saturday? Sir, you mentioned Mark, happened, Mark Sheehan as well, though, in fairness. One of the things he's complained about is that he feels that the bus driver sort of left him at the side of the road and drove off rather than waiting for the Gardaí to come along. Well, no, and at the cost of being accused of, of fobbing this one off, there, there is an investigation into this, but generally speaking, the general rule of thumb for a bus driver in that scenario is to call in central control, and they, they immediately call the, the Gardaí and whatever is needed there. So that's the general rule of thumb there. Uh, and again, I don't want to speak directly to Townsend, but, but that, and I know myself from talking to people over the last number of years, that by and large, bus drivers do call in central control. But I mean, that's only a reactionary measure, obviously. Uh, and back to the point uh, that John covered it as well. If you have a dedicated gallon public transport uh, unit there, people that, uh, that behave in a manner uh, similar to last hour night would think twice. And uh, the fact that a parent would have someone uh, like a garden under the door saying you're doing court in a few weeks' time with your uh, underage son for what for antisocial behaviour and or, or underage daughter and for that matter on antisocial behaviour. I'm sure people would like that. But at the moment, people can operate with abandon and wreak havoc across the public transport system. You have security on the lowest for example, which is often, you know, spoken about. But should we throw somebody off and Lewis, uh, they'll wait for the next one to go on and hop on again and carry on doing what they're doing. So look, I think the conversation uh, has reached a point where we have to make decisions and the people that are empowered to do that are the politicians okay. like John and his colleagues. Thank you very much. Dermot O'Leary, General Secretary of the National Bus and Rail Workers Union and John Lehart, Fianna Fáil TD for Dublin South West. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today,